0: Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm Brad Humphrey, your host, and we're sponsored today by Caterpillar and construction Pros.com. Today I'll be joined once again on the podcast with Jason Hurtis, who's Caterpillar's global market professional, Lonnie Fritz, senior market professional specializing in construction industries, and Scott Hageman. Senior market professional specializing in grade control technology. Guys, how are we doing today?
1: Very good, Brad. Thanks for having me. Good, Brad. How are you?
0: That's great. Hey, you know, today we have an interesting topic. It, and we're going to actually look at resources, uh, especially for the smaller size contractor, the smaller business owner. And we want to do is hit a couple of different areas. And the first area I'd like to hit is, is, is the trade associations. Most contractors have heard, or even they may be members of the AGC, the Associated General Contractors, or the ABC, and there's a host of all specialty associations out there for concrete, for masonry, for, for road work, that type of thing. The question I have for you, and, and maybe Lonnie, will start off with you, maybe kicking this off. Why don't more contractors take advantage of these resources that are right there, many of them in the same town?
1: Yeah, great. That's a great question, Brad. And, and I, I encourage the industry to leverage these resources, uh, especially the AGC. You know, they have the national chapter out in Washington, D.C. for obvious reasons, as well as the local state chapters. And I think, again, it goes a lot back to awareness, um, understanding the industry and contractors, understanding what the AGC is, how they're there to help. Um, it is definitely a gateway into sharing your voice of the business into an organization that is tied directly into to Washington, D.C., you know, whether it be bills being passed or other laws that are restricting the industry and really giving that uh, authentic voice into trying to drive change in the best of the industry's uh, um, needs and what have you. I think the other thing is, is the time commitment and the perceived value. Is it another meeting to go to? You know, I got my head down and I'm trying to manage my business. Um, The the other part is just uninformed and and maybe just the convenience of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Changing time, we're in a more digital era, Um, you know we're learning how to do things more via teleconference and and I encourage these organizations to maybe open up those gateways a little bit more to the industry and allowing them to make more of a telepresence versus having to go into meetings and interacting uh, face-to-face. I think they can get a broader uh, network of input um, being able to have that flexibility yet everybody comes out a winner whether it's the trade, trade association or the contractors alike um, very powerful organizations, a very clear, loud voice um, into those that are helping make the decision for the industry. This also goes for OSHA and other regulatory bodies.
0: I think you're right. I think we've, if we've learned anything over the last two months, uh, it, it's been, I don't think I've ever used Zoom or Skype or FaceTime as much as I've used it in just in the, in the most uh, recent time period here. Jason, any thoughts from you? Because I know you deal with a lot of the, the same type of issues with some of the people you work with.
2: Yeah, I do. Thanks, Brett. I think the trade association membership for any company, you know, small, medium or large is, is critical anymore. Not only do you get the, the resources and, you know, get your voice heard, I think the networking that also takes place at an association meeting or an event or, you know, a trade association show of any type, I think that's as valuable, if not more valuable to the members um, you know, asking their, their neighbor in the next county or the next state, hey, how do you do this? How did you overcome this? You know, are you getting the same regulation? How did you work around it? Help me understand what I need to understand to, to move my business to the next level. And I think that's, in my experience, both from a manufacturer, working with these associations, getting the raw, unfiltered voice, as well as them networking with each other is as valuable as, as the membership itself.
0: Yeah, I, I really appreciate you pointing that out. I, you know, one of the things I, because I've spoken over the years at so many of these different associations, including the AGC and the ABC, at at, at not just a national level, but at a, even a state level, is that they're constantly looking. They're not they're not always looking. I mean, they're not always only looking for contractors. They're looking for sources of information. And I know Caterpillar is is, is actively involved with that. Scott, let me bring you in on, on another question that's, that's related to this, and that is, you know, would you recommend or do you have some knowledge of what might be some educational resources, not so much by, by, by technical title, but more of where people could go? Where could contractors go to get, in fact, with your area of grade, grade control technology, where does someone go for that as an example?
3: Well, Brad, to, to jump on the technology bandwagon, that's where I'd recommend somebody goes. Go to YouTube. We've got a lot of videos out there. Uh, we got Facebook. We got Facebook Live now. We've done some some very large WebExes where we're actually reaching out to customers to try to show them what we have for them, solutions we have for them, in a real condensed version. Because, like Lonnie said, it's that time commitment. People don't have a lot of time and they might not realize the value. But if you can give them a little chunk of the value, then they'll come back and ask for more information, more information. And searching the Internet, you can get a lot of information out there on the Internet. Get your mindset, and then go talk to the construction manufacturers themselves.
0: Scott, that's invaluable uh, advice you really are given. Hey, let's focus on a couple of things. Let's change the grade just a bit uh, in this way. We're talking about resources. What might any contractor, uh, who might be in fact a little short on resources, and what I mean by that is they don't have an in-house trainer, or they don't have a library of of information that they could just access to. They may not even have the budget for that. How do these uh, contractors still try to provide training and education for their employees? Because we all know that if you don't keep your employees educated and learning, we're just eventually going to have some problems. Alani, why don't you start us off on that
1: one? Yeah, a few uh, ideas around that, and you're, you're exactly right, Brad. Whether contractors large or small, um, how do they train? Um, you know, their resources and training is powerful. Knowledge is power, and uh, some ideas uh, to share. There is is the dealer training. You know, Caterpillar has mm-hmm. the broadest dealer network in the world, and there's a lot of of. Uh, uh, expertise within inside the dealership, especially when it comes down to the certified dealer instructors in, in machine mm-hmm. operation. Uh, look at OSHA. Um, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration or the Mine Safety and Health Administration with MSHA, um, safety associations that are out there, product yeah. vendors, um, you know, whether it's uh, the the customer or you know, the, the um, product uh, vendor that's bringing you the trench box, you know, they offer trenching classes and what have you. Um, as Scott has mentioned, Jason, both is uh, YouTube using simulators, using yeah. emulators. There's so many free digital resources out there. Yeah. You can, you can develop your own curriculum, you know, and come out much more informed and educated to hit the ground running when it comes game time in the field.
0: Boy, I see that big time. Jason, you want to add anything to that? We're really on a good topic here for that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the resources are, you know, exponential. And sometimes I think for a contractor, sometimes there's too many resources. I you know they don't know if, you know, we should rely on YouTube or is the dealer training going to be the best or should I require you know, request training from the manufacturer. So mm-hmm. sometimes I think it can go the other way too. And I, from what I found in our experience, working with customers of all different sizes, you know, start cr- with a critical thing and start small. You get a new yeah. piece of equipment, make sure your people are trained on that equipment, both from yeah. a maintenance standpoint and a safety standpoint, then move to your next big nugget. And then your next project, if you try to yeah. boil the ocean all in one, I think it's going to become overwhelming.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you, you know, and I've just I've got to interject a thought here that that I know all three of you guys have recognized and dealt with as well. You know, one of the things that I've spent years on doing is trying to educate, you know, obviously contractors in their workforce, on especially the soft side skills, the leadership skills, the problem-solving skills, that kind of stuff. But I will tell you that a lot of contractors will tell me, Brad, I don't have time to do all this training. Well, I've always challenged that with, no, no, you do have time to challenge your problem or time to change, train. You just have a problem with organization. You're not ready to do it. And you know how many times, and I always use the example, go back and look at the last calendar year. How many days did you have that range you out? Well, a lot of times uh, guys and gals will just send their troops home versus maybe bringing them in, having them come in for a couple of hours and do training they do have time that they can train. They're usually not prepared. So I think the sources, you guys, some of the resources y'all just shared would be powerful from whether whether it is YouTube or whether it is through an association website or even having that, uh, that dealer uh, uh, maintenance or expert uh, from their dealership come out and actually do some training. Scott, do you have anything else you want to add to that? Because I've got one last question I want us to pursue before we close this
3: out. Yeah, the one last thing I'd like to add, Brad, is... Out there on the the Apple Store and the, the Play Store, we do have some monitor emulators that you can actually load onto your phones or your tablets, and it's actually showing you what you would see as you're sitting in the screen of that machine. And I've seen that help out a lot of operators and a lot of contractors when they have a question. We don't have to physically be in the machine to show them where they need to go to activate something or to change a setting. But we right. can walk them through right there while they're in their pickup truck, not even close to the machine whatsoever, but gives them that feeling that, boy, that's going to make a difference. I didn't have to waste a lot of time and nobody had to come in a truck to come see me to show show me how these things work.
0: That's interesting. I think, uh, in fact, I think uh, uh, Jason or Lana, you may be able to help me out with this. You guys have on YouTube channel a cat products access. Is that correct? Is that and am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, so on YouTube we have a plethora of videos out there just youtube platform in general brad um next generation hydraulic excavators is a good example of this there's all kinds of videos out there product-based technology-based to use all those ease of use features so mm-hmm. um yes caterpillar continues to use youtube as a great depository for uh, really putting in a lot of those great short videos they could be yeah. a minute to two minutes long to yeah. really hit those key features the how-to And the why, what, how does this benefit me?
0: Yeah, I've seen some of those are outstanding. I mean, they really are, you know, even, and if you guys have any advice going to the app store or the, or or the contractor's app store, what might they look at? Do we know some apps that we can actually recommend uh, for some of these contractors to access?
1: In, in terms of the actual Caterpillar apps out there, Brad, yeah. um, we, yeah. we continue to, to bring, yes, we continue to bring more and more of them to the, the overall app platform, whether it yeah. be paving apps, you know, for paver speeds, for compaction. Um, there's apps out there like the Cat Inspect app um, mm-hmm. that really has a lot of great templates in there for those walk around daily inspections. Um, there's also apps out there um, that we're using like the um, Cat app. It's a lightweight telematics app where you're seeing the fuel, the location, the hours, activating product link, requesting parts, requesting service, um, all in your hand, you know, handheld um, platforms with your digital device, all the way up to um, my.cat.com, more of a desktop, uh, bring in more features when you start looking at health and utilization and fault codes. And then of course, um, the ultimate powerful vision link that gives you that deepest granular look and, and in-depth look into your fleet. So app base, yes, all the way up to other digital tools.
0: Well, I want to put a plug in here because I, I've, I've, I've accessed it myself, even on, uh, for constructionpros.com. If you're listening to this, you need to check out the website. There's some, uh, some great resources for you to be able to access as well. Guys, we're running out of time. My gosh, we could go on this for another hour. I appreciate you, uh, your, your three, uh, your professional expert opinion on all this stuff. Folks, if you're listening to this podcast, Certainly, you may want to listen to it again. This has got a lot of relevancy, especially for those of you who may be running, leading a smaller contractor size organization that just doesn't have the budget for a lot of training that may be built in like you sometimes think. But you'd be surprised how many large contractors, including large GCs, that don't always have all of the resources that are available and access those for your workers. We hope you've enjoyed this. There's a lot of good information. You may want to listen to this one again because there are some specific areas you may want to check out. But again, have a great day. Thank you for listening and best of luck. Enjoy our podcast? Well, then check out com for industry articles and webinars featuring Caterpillar's experts, Jason Hurtis, Lonnie Fritz, and Scott Hagelman.